We on, mate? We on? We're ready. Welcome to Poddy Four, as I've just named it. Podcast Four, <laughs> mate. Are we not? Are we we top top of the charts now? We must, must be. be number one. Must be number must be one. Top of the charts. Unless unless these lot that are listening haven't rated us, which I think is it's disgraceful. No, it? but that's we've done four weeks, haven't we? Done four, well, three weeks. Yeah, this is number four. Yeah, of graft, right? So we should be, we should be exactly where we want to be, which is top of top of the charts, right? Like top at pops. Yeah, remember that back in day. Well, if we're not, if we're not, what's the point? We might as well just. If we're not, we need to have a word because we don't have much fun doing these, do we? We might as well just stop, mate. To be fair, no, but mightn't we? I've I've got it in me. This I've got it in me. That's what I'm about. I tell you what we do need, by the way. Tell you what we do need, which was mentioned early on. We still we need to create a little jingle. We haven't got our jingle yet. Well, do we create our own? Put us at the top of the fucking charts. We'll get one, won't we? That's true. Yeah, we can pay someone to do it for us then, can't we? So yeah, yeah. create us a jingle. I was thinking a little bit like I don't know, Chuckle Brothers theme tune, or even make Scooby Doo. That was my favourite kids program. Imagine Scooby Doo. Start of this little ten second intro. If you want to get, that. do you know what? Once this is true. This is a true story, right? I've got I've got photo evidence of this. I once dressed up as Scooby Doo as fancy dress. So I'm trying to think. It was it was when I was at uni. There was how many of those Scooby Doo, Tasmanian Devil, two Ninja Turtles. This is an interesting group, isn't it? Someone out, yeah. There was there was a few others. I can't remember now. There was definitely those. Oh, Thunderbirds, two Thunderbirds. It's fucking ace. I also fancy this is oh, fancy dress, mate. This was uni all over. It was so good. Well, I, I, Mate, the only memory I've got of you in fantasy dress, I think you should be sharing right now. <laughs> oh, I'll go into that. Right, right we'll, we'll, st- we'll stick with this. We'll go with this, right? We'll stick with fantasy dress. Fancy dress. So, Scooby Doo went to Scooby Doo once. Um, so yeah, Scooby Doo, Tasmanian, Tasmanian Devil, Thunderbirds. Um, I've done some numbers here. Ninja Turtles. Then I wasn't all those, but the lads were. Yeah. yeah. I've been um, the mask. Got right. a masked suit, yellow, yellow suit, green face paint. Mate, I was that fucking hot. And this was when I was fat as well. So we've spoken about this. I was drenched. So all the green, all the green. Are you all right, mate? Oh, I got crumpy. I was sorry, mate. Carry on. You, you were, yeah, you were so green. I was, I, was, I, was, I was drenched. All green face paint going down my face. So and it's one of them, you know, you got higher the fancy dress stuff. You've got to give it back, can't you? So you put a deposit. Yeah. So I'm there like, like, green's going all over this yellow suit. <laughs> so I was like, right. Back. So I, know, I went and got changed. I went back, because this was at the yes, this was at the student union, so I could just quickly hop back to, hop back to the halls, get changed, back out. But I didn't wash my face properly. So I'm back out in normal going out gear with a green a face. Green. Everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck have you come on? So I'm like, oh, long story. So that's that one. Um, <laughs> Then there was another time, which was just a shambles. There was like a party that you had to go as something beginning with a C. So we had like people going as like cows and people going as like, well, I think it was it. All I could muster up was going as a chef. <laughs> it was horrific. That was that was a that was a very very down. I think these, Im- these images need sharing across our social media. We need to see these. They, well, they were already there somewhere. <laughs> I've I've only ever been out fancy dress. I've been out as the Hulk. I dressed up as the Incredible Hulk once, and right. that, so that I was painted in green paint for that. And then that one that we went to, where I was dressed up as one of the BGs, but that was I look. I'm gonna say I'm gonna blow my own trumpet there. I look class. Yeah. That, listen, right. <laughs> I get so much shit for this. I was dressed up 
as Mrs. Doubtfire. Which was outstanding. Because the theme of this party, which is horrific, was dead famous. So you had to go as somebody or people or a group of people that were dead, but famous. So I went as Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire. And I was that committed to the cause, right? I shaved my beard off. Yeah, you did. I remember that, yeah. And do you remember, your, was it your sister that did my makeup? Yes. Yeah, she did. This was this was serious. This was serious. That, 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 that was fully committed, which is what we like in our coaching, isn't it? We like full commitment. Listen, mate, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Do you know what I mean? We, even went, we, went, we went around all the charity shops, didn't we? Got all the all the gear. Man, I was buzzing with that. Had you got your little feather duster. I my feather duster. I'm buzzing with it. Your long skirt. Hey, mate. Because yeah, to be fair, some of our listeners might not know that we actually live together. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Rob, Rob and I, not only are we are we um, some form of colleague, you could say. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we lived together for, what, about 18 months? 18 months. Something like that, yeah. Maybe not about 18 months. One of my best videos is you dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire dancing to Tom Zanetti. Now, that is a site that a lot of people will want to see. Let's get that back out on, on the socials. That, 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 I've you, got that. You know, you can use that video as a commitment post. You can actually put that out there and say, look, if you're as committed to your health and fitness goals as I was to being Mrs. Doubtfire, right, then they're going to achieve some unbelievable results. I know, mate. That... How are you linking? <laughs> How are you linking fancy dress to, to health and fitness results? I love that. Well, you, listen, you, if, you, if you're going to, right, if you're going to make a change, you're going to do something different. You're gonna you're gonna have to change. So I sacrifice my beard. Got to go all it's in. It's like saying it's like saying somebody right. I I want to lose. I want to lose five kilograms in twelve weeks, right? But I'm not going to change my diet. Well, you might struggle then. About us, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, if if I'm going to be Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. did not have a beard, did she? You know so, what I mean? So the only thing I didn't. Because I had to take the feather duster because there wasn't a brush. I couldn't get the, the you know the brush yep. that she wanted. That she had so that was I was marked down on that one. So I wasn't quite ten out of ten. I was probably about an eight point five nine. I don't think anyone's going to argue with it. No. But yeah, you know so I, well, the phrase went as um, Walter White from Breaking Bad. He was that was a class good outfit. Good outfit. Anyway, right, we are digressing now, aren't we? Right, yep, right. Let's go. So yeah, I was gonna I was gonna throw it out there actually on this one. Uh, in general, like what's been happening this week? Because I know on a previous one, we spoke about um, you know, like drinking and alcohol and even like, you know, time away. So obviously, you know, like what's been happening this week? Obviously, I've been away for, for a long weekend, uh, you know, in Spain, Friday through till Monday. Uh, we're recording this on the Thursday. And I think it's just a really actually, you know, cool point to put out there for people to help them. Because, you know, that was a pretty boozy weekend. You know, I drank. I also ate what I wanted, you know, chose, but not to some mad extreme, right? You know, I had good meals, enjoyed them, but I had I had alcohol and, you know, more alcohol than what I would normally drink. And then what I was going to put out there was, again, like what we coach our clients, right, which is what a lot of people overlook, right? How many people overcomplicate their journeys? And that's what this is kind of like about. My message behind this is, you know, recovering from holidays. This was just a long weekend. But what do people do when they get back? They want to go to some mad extreme and cut everything out. Like you'll hear people say, do you know what? I need to get five, six, seven sessions in. I need to try and catch up. I need to cut my calories and put them through the floor. And it's like, you know, when people ask me, well, what did you do when you got back from holiday? I returned to normal. I returned to eating the way I normally eat, you know, back to drinking the amount of water that I drink, you know, not, um, 
not eating, you know, as much poor quality food, you know, as what I might've had whilst I was away and, you know, cutting the alcohol back out. Happy days. And it's, that's the important message is that you don't have to flip your world upside down when you get back from holiday or try and chase your tail, as we often say, because people will try and chase the tail. They'll stick to it for three, four days and then go sack that. I can't live with it. Yeah. And that's literally, that was what I was going to throw out there. You know what? Like relating that, like say to what's happened over that weekend and then coming back. And I think the more people that relax over it, and we've given this example, like we said to clients, like, oh, what, what do I do now? I'm back from holiday. What do I do? Shall I catch up on my session? Shall I do this? Shall I do that? It's like, no, <laughs> go back to doing what you were doing before you went away, right? How many sessions were you trying? I did four. Okay, well, let's go back to doing that. All right, you know, what, how many calories were you eating? Well, I was eating this much. Or how many meals were you eating? If you're not tracking calories, I was eating three meals. Okay, brilliant. Well, let's go back to that. And as soon as people return to normal, they don't realize that without having to do anything extra, anything out of the ordinary, their body naturally returns to its place where it was. Happy days. It's just expect. It's just the expectation. Like people, get, you, you'll get in this like funk of, oh, you know, what? I'm making loads of progress. And then you're gone holidaying with almost like, the, the expectation that you're going to carry on making loads of progress. Yeah. Like that can happen, but it's very rare, very rare. Like you, you'd have to just, ca- you would have to carry on what you're doing in another environment whereby you're probably in a warmer climate. You're probably not got access to the same sort of level of gym. I'm thinking sort of a hotel gym, more than likely not going to have the same sort of equipment as a, you know, a commercial gym or whatever gym you go to. Yeah. So you kind of have to have that sort of realistic expectation of if you can maintain as much as you can in terms of, I'm not going to say scale weight, but in, in terms of maintain good habits. So getting, getting your steps in, being relatively active, drinking your water, and yet being conscious of your protein intake. If you were to do those three things whilst you're away on holiday, regardless of how much alcohol you consume, regardless of whether you've gone to the gym and trained or not, you're probably going to be there or thereabouts when you get back. But it's the expectation of, oh, bollocks, I've got back and the scales are telling me that I'm two kilograms overweight. It's like, well, it's not. It's just your body's just holding on to a little bit of water, a bit of inflammation. Give yourself two or three days. You'll be back to exactly where you were, probably before you went away. Literally probably two to three days. And I think as well, a key point that you said there as well is the inflammation and like water retention that you have from holidays. And But also what a lot of people don't realize is when you fly. So I used to train a lot of flight attendants, uh, you know, when I first started Leeds Bradford Airport. And if they just come in from a flight, their body was more swollen from the altitude from the flight. So they naturally weighed that little bit more. And I think a lot of people forget that as well. But we often say, don't we? Like if you return to normal after two to three days, your weight and everything else will be back in its normal place. But I think it's a good point as well, because when you're away, it gives people the consensus. So like I didn't weigh in, to be honest, I still haven't even weighed in since I got home because I'm not bothered. I can go on how I feel. And this is the thing that a lot of people miss out on, isn't it? Is how they actually feel in the long term. So if you're going to judge yourself in the long run of how you feel, it's a great idea to get used to that when you're on holiday, which is a perfect time. So it's like, hey, you can't weigh in. But whilst you're away, people panic. Oh, my God, how do I manage this? How do I manage that? It's like, look, like you're going to be away. What about judging on how you feel? Like, do you feel bloated? You know, how do your clothes fit whilst you're over there? You know, um, are you feeling incredibly full because you had a three-course meal one night? Brilliant. It might be an idea then that when you wake up the next day that you feel full, so you might even skip breakfast. You know, so there's little things, but I feel it's a really good um, environment and a chance for people to start to recognize the feelings of their body changing due to a change in, in nutrition. 
I think it's it, the, one of the best, I'm not going to say best feelings as a coach, but one of the one of the best pieces of feedback you can get from clients is that when they've been away and they come back and they go, you know what? I feel so much better than I would do normally because I didn't overindulge because I knew, yeah. you know, they, they know and they're sort of, because they're at a point where they've educated themselves enough, enough as well as we've educated or helped educate them. They know that they don't need to literally drink alcohol from midday to midnight whilst you're on holiday. Who does that? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not guilty over it. But, you know, you can have a couple yeah. at lunchtime and then you can, you know, go and, go and have water or some yeah. fruit. You know, you, you can just manage it so much better and not, not feel like you've eaten a fucking busload of... I think this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it's people go into holiday mode, and this is actually a really cool thing. This has just come up, obviously, with me saying, uh, moving away. But actually, we're talking about this at a really good time of year because there is going to be a lot of people returning from holiday or just going away. But like you said, like, you know, managing the alcohol. And what do a lot of people do as well when they've got holidays coming up? They'll use it as an excuse not to train. Oh, I'm going away like that. I, I'm, I'm not going to train. Actually, it's the wrong time to start all of this. No, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I completely disagree. I think it's the best time to start. No, I mean, <clears throat> you've kind of... I, no, right. So I disagree to a point where you get, you get people that aren't willing to start now... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that in three, four weeks they're going on holiday, so they know, almost know it's too late. It's not going to bother. They'll just deal with the consequences after. Yeah. That's one mindset. Or there's a mindset of, oh, I've got a holiday, so I'm going to not eat for six weeks. That's true, yeah. But the other extreme of, well, I've got a holiday, so I'm now going to literally become just like a recluse, not go out, not socialise, not see anyone, not eat, not drink. Yeah. Then by the time they then get on holiday, their body's adjusted to just drinking water, just eating lettuce, just eating an apple a day. Then after the first meal, what happens? Yeah, they feel like absolute arse. <laughs> and they, they get absolutely steaming because they've not they've not drank alcohol for six weeks or months. Yeah. So their body's not not got a tolerance to it. So they're like they then make even more irrational decisions. They wake and then up, they come back bloated, oh, yeah. like bloated to level 10 complaining that they've gained like three stone whilst they've been away. And that's literally because they've gone from one extreme to the other. It's the same as like a yo-yo dieter, isn't it? Mate, mate, right. so let, 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 it's unrealistic. Let's go back to 2019, right? When I did the photo shoot and I, yeah. I came with you and and, um, and, and, and Dino to, to Mercy, right? So this was what? It was probably four or five days after the photo shoot, maybe even less. Maybe yeah. even less. Right? And you were shredded on day one. Right, yeah. So, so day one, I'm thinking, yeah, absolute loving this. Like, feel great on the beach, right? Full day of beer, full day of just eating, you know, tapas, chorizo, bread, chicken wings, bread, right, yeah. Spanish tortilla, everything that's like potentially stuff that I have restricted a lot of in in photo shoot prep, right? Beer was definitely one of them that I literally probably didn't have for maybe two months before, right? Yeah. Then on day one, probably drank liters of beer right yeah easily right want it waking up on day two and day three looking at myself thinking what the fuck has happened here yeah fully bloated fully hold on to water felt like absolute garbage to then go well hold on a minute i've worked my ass off for months to get into absolute peak condition to now essentially inverted commas throw it all away of course i haven't thrown it all away of yeah. course i haven't 
how many, how many days? I mean, like you, you did that, like you said, like let's say day three. In, in fact, to be honest, let's just say I think that was a, a week, wasn't it? I think week, after yeah. that, yeah, after after that week, all it took you was two to three days going yeah. back to eating how you normally eat, you know, not to that excessive going back to how yeah. you normally eat, and you're back, you're literally back. Yeah, to it, it was it was maybe three or four days from what I can remember. Yeah. Probably because I'd gone from one extreme to another extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the majority of people are probably just in more of a fat loss phase as opposed to a prep for a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. And then go on holiday. Like, that, like, again, because I was in the mindset of, oh, fucking hell, I've restricted myself of all these things. I'm going to eat everything in sight and drink everything in sight. And when, when you're on holiday, you can't, you're with the lads, you can get carried away. By the away. way, I think the, right. that, what you just said then, is a really key point that I'll just pick up on for people listening. You know, when you've restricted yourself so much, right, you, you then want everything. And this is where people go wrong in their fat loss side of the journey. You know, yours was a different example because you really pushed it for that particular shoot. I know I didn't push it as hard when I did the shoot in that way. But it's a really good point because the more you restrict something, we say this all the time to clients, it's like, you know, especially clients that have got kids, what happens when you tell your kids no, right? You're restricting your kids from something. So what do the kids want? They want that thing more and more. Well, it's the same with adults. If we restrict ourselves from things, we want them more and more and more. So then when we do eventually have them, it's no wonder, let's say we restricted ourselves from chocolate for two months. It's no wonder that when we come to eating chocolate, we don't just eat one bar. We probably eat about three or four and make ourselves sick with the, with the stuff. Right. And it's the same, you know, alcohol, all of that. What do you do? Oh, I've restricted myself. And then you go out and you have a big, a big night out. This is where I'm a huge, huge advocate of just managing it over the time. I literally sent a message to a client the other day. He said, I've got cravings. I said, well, look, don't, don't ban anything. You know, do not ban anything. Tell me what you actually enjoy eating, okay, in terms of chocolate cakes. What is it that you've got cravings for? And what I'll do is I'll drop that into your nutrition, right? I'll drop that in and teach you how to accommodate that. He's like, oh, you can do that. Yeah, 100%. He's like, oh, that's amazing. And I think that's the biggest thing because if you've constantly got that little taste for it, you're not restricted, which means that you don't suddenly have those sky-high cravings and end up basically, let's just say, binging out on it. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think if I was to, if I was to do it all again, which is like so. To be fair, at time at time of recording, I've just, I've just booked to go away in like seven and a half weeks, and it's okay because when this is released, I'll have what Jess will already know because she doesn't know at the minute, so it's a bit of a secret. But okay, by the time it comes out, she'll she'll know. As long as you're going to tell her before it's released, right? yeah, no, it, yeah, I will, I will do, I will do. Yeah, so seven and a half <laughs> weeks. But like I'm already like now in my head because it's booked. That is just a little bit of an added incentive. Quite actually, yeah, you know what? I would like to potentially just be in being a little bit better shape but i'm not out of shape i'm not like i could go i could go today and be perfectly happy yeah, but yeah. actually it's like I, you know what I, i'm gonna i'm probably over the next seven weeks i'm probably gonna introduce some cardio i will be a bit tighter on my nutrition but by no means am i going to be restricting on the stuff that i'm probably going to have when i'm there so my body's probably going to react slightly differently because it's not like it's not going to blow up it's not going to balloon up and i'm not going to feel like well, right. with this that's another great insight into someone who's you know in shape if you like you know so like for people listening that are going through a fat loss phase when you get to the when you get to the maintenance phase of your journey when you actually go right i'm through the fat loss phase i'm happy with the way that i'm looking now and you find out about maintenance this is a great example what chris is saying now is you know he's saying do you know what i'm happy i can go on holiday the way that i'm looking now but he's actually going to push it and get a little bit leaner before he goes away just so he's even happier, what that will mean is that by the time Chris comes back, he'll probably be the same weight as what he is now, right? Because you, you'll get that bit leaner 
and then you'll put that bit, bit of weight on whilst you're away, that bit of inflammation, water retention. You'll return to normal for two to three days when you're back, and, and then you'll actually end up potentially a little bit lighter than what you are now, hmm. right? But then your body will balance out because at the minute you're just living your normal life. So the, the best thing to do in a maintenance phase for me is not give yourself one figure. Don't give yourself, so like I'm 81 and a bit kilos, right, today. Yeah. Don't be like, right, I, I in my maintenance phase, it's 81 kilos. Yeah, yeah. Because the moment you, you hit 83 kilos, you go, fuck, right, I need to change. It's like, well, just give yourself like a bracket. Go from like, right, if I'm anywhere between 80 to 84 kilos, I'm going to fluctuate between based on different events throughout the year, throughout the months, right? Yep. So if I'm, I know I could be probably 83.5, so two kilos heavier than what I am now. Yeah. And I'm not going to look much different. I might look, I might look, I might have a little bit extra, but it's not going to change the way I feel. And because I've got that in my head that for me currently between 80 and 84 is a good weight. For my holiday, I might get down to about 78. So like you said, by the time I get back, I'll probably be bang in the middle 82, yeah. 81, right? Perfect. But by no means is that going to be like anything extreme. I'm not going to live any differently. I'm probably going to train exactly the, the same amount. I might just introduce a little bit of cardio. That's pretty much it. Handle on nutrition. Yeah. But but again, it's it's probably much easier for us to sit here and talk through this because we've probably done this consciously and subconsciously for years, right? Yeah, it's it's, in, it's ingrained within us, isn't it? Yeah. So and like you said, and as well, obviously, like you just touched on then in terms of the actual weight, this is something like, say, like not pinpointing a specific weight. Give yourself a range. Yeah, a lot of people forget this. Like they don't, well, it actually, it still amazes me to this day how many people don't understand that despite eating, for example, you know, the same amount of food each day and doing the same amount of training each week, how, you know, they actually don't realize that your weight naturally fluctuates, how it naturally goes up and down, you know, despite that. And I think what you're talking about there is exactly the same thing is that when someone gets to maintenance phase, what they need to realize is they will not sit on that exact figure. You know, like, like you said, then, you know, your weight, like the back of your hand, mine's probably a little bit tighter than what yours is as well. Mine, mine naturally is around 89 to 91. Like if I was to like, obviously I'm in a building phase at the minute, but if I was to stop tracking and just do my training and just naturally just eat, you know, the way how I eat, my weight would actually fall back down and I would sit between 89 and 91. That's where my weight moves around from. And I think that's what, what people got to understand is the actual bracket that it actually moves in, which is what? 89 to 91. So you're talking four and a half to five pound, you know, fluctuations naturally. But that's also going to change, right? So like I'm yeah. now, I now sit in 80, 84 because I went through a building phase over the winter. Uh-huh. And I've I've put on I've put on more muscle I've got more muscle mass than what I had twelve months ago. Does that, mean, does that mean you're strong now? Mate, I'm big now. I'm like big lad now. <laughs> I, I hope there's some bodybuilders listening to this going, mate. You weigh you weigh oh, you balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there is hundred percent. Um, <laughs> but like twelve months ago, it probably would have been anywhere between seventy-five to seventy-eight, probably. Yeah. I've probably got a bit more of a range now because I am I am holding on to maybe a little bit more fat because I went through a building phase. Yeah. But I'm just, again, it's so much easier. I guess it is so much easier for us because we go through these phases much more deliberately. We get coached through these phases much more, delib- I guess, deliberately. And yeah, because we essentially, this is this is our, our life in terms of life, yeah. professional and personal. Like it's, for me, it's combined. Like I, you know, it's all one. Um, it's you know it is much 
I'm not going to say it's much easier. It's not. It's the same principle of everyone's yeah. got stress, everyone's got obstacles, but um, it's, it's much sort of um, less less stress on the mind, shall we say? Yeah. Well, but, really, you know, really it, but it's, it's less stress on the mind because to us, looking after our health is actually just a way of life, right? And I was actually talking about this with the lad that I trained in the gym with earlier. You know, he was saying, you know, when he goes on holiday he actually goes on holiday to places that have got a gym. This was his personal he, thing. Is he like, the one that shoulder pressed two times me? Mate, he's the one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, yeah. He shoulder pressed 165. He made me look like a little head. That's over two times of me. You know, next time I train with him, I'm going to, I'm going to get a picture of me and him next to each other. Honestly, mate, I, I literally looked like a little boy next to him. It was so, so this, just so people have got this in context. I trained with my cousin earlier and he's like nearly 24 stone and I'm like approaching like 15 and a half to 16 stone. So there's a huge gap between us. I was there shoulder pressing 60 kilos with a barbell thinking, yeah, okay, I'm pretty good here. And then he goes up to like 165 and I was like, wow, okay. Like he's nearly, he's nearly shoulder pressing my squat. <laughs> Absolute madness that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That madness. I can't remember what I was saying now, but yeah, literally like. Doesn't matter, mate. No one's interested in what you've got to say. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. No. But no, you, you've like, been away to Spain as well. You're like, all oh, this is fresh in your edge. You're like, oh, I'm back from Spain now. I'm all right. That's the thing, but it is fresh. It is fresh. But the, I think our message behind this is like, you know, people understanding that, you know what, go away and enjoy yourself. But I would always say to people to be wary of holiday mode. Like that's where people balls it up because they go away and they go, do you know what? I don't care about anything. I'm on holiday. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then they come back. Like you said, it's that one extreme to the other. Whereas actually if they go away, they have a good time and they just manage a little bit of their intake. Not, I'm not saying tracker. I'm just saying just be aware. Like, you know, yeah. use your knowledge of food and if you haven't got any hire a coach <laughs> get someone to tell you and i'll get someone to educate you around it so that you really understand this concept of actually like because i mean how many people do we have that go away and they come back and they go oh my god that's the best holiday i've been on like that was a breeze now i understand it you know and it's like suddenly like it's, it's almost like you know is that how you guys feel yeah we go away we, we're relaxed we enjoy ourselves yeah i mean it's i think that that like I don't know if we said this on one of the other parts, but like you, you go, you've got like three different mindsets that you can go with, go with. You've got one of I want to keep making progress and keep losing weight or yeah. keep making progress, which essentially means you're doing exactly what you're doing now, just in a different environment. Yeah, which in a harder uh, environment. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, harder environment. Which, which I'm gonna not encourage because it's just gonna you're gonna create a bad relationship with either the people that you go with or the the whole socializing going away yeah the other one or the other end of that spectrum is just going gung-ho and fucking everything off which again yeah. i'm not going to encourage because it's like well, what's the fucking point in doing all this work yeah you've got the middle ground which is the one that i would encourage of just trying to maintain as much of the much of the good stuff that you have been doing being mindful not restricting yourself to the point where you're literally not enjoying the moment and not being present with the people that you're there with and being in like because you might be going to like a really magical place. Imagine going there and then like, oh, well, sorry, I can't, I can't join you on this, this trek today because I've got to go to the gym first. And then I've got to make sure that exactly, yeah. I've got my protein bars <laughs> in my pack and then I've got to make sure I've got all my water. And come on, mate, fucking hell. Like, yeah. just come, come you know, and join me. I reckon it'd be good if we actually did a, because obviously we, we, we go away together, don't we, as well? 
we should actually do a little holiday insight. How we, we do a vlog? We can do a vlog, mate. A, a little vlog. We do, we do a little little vlog. Yeah. I feel uh, that would actually be. I feel especially you know when you think about the kind of people that we work with, like you know they want to enjoy their social life and still get results, right? So they basically want to know what do we do when we're away, kind of thing. Mm. We could actually enlighten them to that. And like you're saying there, in terms of food, it doesn't have to be that extreme, like. And we're not saying here like track or, you know, worry about this, worry about that. But let's face it, right? If you eat a three course meal, you know that you've probably eaten your daily calorie allowance in yeah. that three course meal. So like I just said, you know, there was a time when I was just away then actually uh, me and Ads, we had a two course meal one night and we were stuffed the next day. We didn't eat breakfast. Right. And that that quick switch was really easy. I still woke up and I was full. So you start to listen to the hunger cues that your body's giving you and you work your life around that instead. Well, when you're on, when you're on holiday, with it, okay, so we're, we're kind of talking quite specific holidays here, aren't we? We're talking hot climate, beach, pool. That we can't, that's what we're kind of oh, talking. Mate, about. To, be, to be fair, though, even even like you know winter ski holidays, you know like that they they can be boozy, they can be big meals and stuff. Yeah, but what, what what my point was in terms of like when you're when you go away and your appetite it tends yeah, yeah, your appetite yeah. tends to reduce because you're in a hot climate. You tend to probably drink more water, which essentially fills you up. So you're not going to eat as as heavily as you probably would do at, at home. Yeah. You're probably not, you're probably not going to have snacks and temptation in your kitchen cupboards and, and, and so on. If yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Get my drift. So you're probably likely to not naturally consume as much as you would do. Like, like and I guess we're, we're just talking from our experience and what we do. I yeah. know when, I, when I'm away, when I wake up in a hot climate, all I want is like something fresh, like fresh, like, I'm not having a fry up, mate. No chance. Not a greasy, greasy fry up when you're in like, like a hot climate. You're having me on. No that's, chance. That's that's how to bloat you when you yeah. don't want to be bloated. Literally, yeah, so just, you know, get, get get some fruit on board, get some water on board. Then come lunchtime again, you might be like again, you might not want something heavy, even though like yeah, usually light. Yeah, but light. going back to the example of one of the photo shoot, I was like, I've not had like chips like greasy chips and stuff so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna I'm, like, i want them whereas in a sort of normal inverted commas holiday on a normal holiday where you haven't had that sort of level of restriction it's yeah you know i'll i'll, I'll might get some chicken wings but it tend it'll tend to be a salad or something light you know and if it's bread it's like it's a flat bread it's not like a big sub sub subway or whatever subway yeah. roll, you know? it's not something that's really heavy um and you know I guess everyone's got their own preferences. And this and this is another issue with, not issue, another important point is that we can say here, well, this is what you should be doing. This is how we do it. Your preferences might be totally different to ours. 100%. So that's where, like, actually, it's really important that when you do go through a process of looking at your nutrition, and I, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. It's like, be as normal as you can be. Don't change loads and loads and loads. Be as normal as you can be yeah. in your like that's normal to your life. And just make some subtle tweaks. And we, we said it on the we said it on the podcast last week because I put a clip out, didn't I? And it's yeah. the same principle when you're away. And don't tell yourself you've fallen off the rails. <laughs> um, I reckon we can end it there. What I would say is as well, um, oh, what about uh Paul for this week? Favorite holiday food or Winter holiday, summer holiday? What are you saying? I was going to go with protein bars. That's why I dropped the protein bars in. Drop the protein bars in. Go on. Right. So I've got a top, I've got a top three protein bars. And 
the pro thing with protein bars it's similar to like the low calorie drinks right so there's like a rotation the top three will always sort of change or top five will change okay the top at the minute is phd smart white chocolate blondie that's i am right now i'm 100 with you all the way on that one that is outstanding if anyone's not had that you've got to go and get that like little plug for phd protein bars there <laughs> yeah phd smart um very very good next one down is uh, pe people are going to turn the nose up at this because it's quite a generic one but the grenade salted caramel choc chip one not the salted peanut not the salted peanut not the white chocolate one yeah. the other one it's in like a turquoise wrapper you just for me you just can't go wrong with that one it's like really really consistently it, it good it's very good yeah um and then three three is a tough one because actually right i'm going to I want to promote Sainsbury's again here because they've got a similar, it's similar to the salted peanut grenade, but it's like a, it is like a white chocolate Snickers. Okay. They're outstanding. I think I it's, it's just like white chocolate peanut. I think they call it. Does it have to be a protein bar or can I go with the chocolate Fandangos from the protein works? Cause they are heavenly. No, they're, they're not allowed. We're they're talking allowed. like you go to a petrol station or a supermarket and they're there. If I go with a standard bar, my third one then would probably come in at the uh, grenade orange, the chocolate orange one, just because I absolutely love chocolate orange. The Jaffa Quake? You know Jaffa Quake, that's the one. The Jaffa right? Quake? No. I almost did have one of them the other day. Well, at least we've got a disagreement on one then, because the top two, I think they're... they're, they're well, should, we go, should we go to top five? Should we go to top five? Right, so I'll go another... I'll, I'll go be able to one. name another two. I don't right, even so this, this one is a mainstay in, in my top five, and I haven't <laughs> had one of these for a long time. And this is the Battle Bites... Um, caramel pretzel they're outstanding they're like um, I've never had them you know the they're like, like caramac right like caramac with like caramel and pretzel they're outstanding um, and then I'm gonna go with my fifth as that might be the grenade salted peanut I feel like they're all very, they're, they're quite similar that and the third one but I'm gonna have to go with that one well I mean you'd be challenging me the um I just because I love after eights, grenade mint, the chocolate mint one. That's you can't say. Do you not like that? No, one? You know what? I, I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess here, right? Because go on. I'm chocolate mint is just not. I would. It's not something I would ever choose, right? You said this before, yeah. Yeah. However, Jess was like, I've, I found that my favorite protein bar. It's the grenade mint one. I was like, no, I'm not buying it. She was like, just try it. And I tried it and I'm I'm gonna support you. Yeah, all right. Not in my top five, but it, it is very good. And it's one of those that it just offers something a little bit different. Yeah. Well, do you know like, mine are quite the same thing, actually. Mine are like I'll white chocolate. This might be dubious. This might be dubious now, but I absolutely love it. Dark chocolate raspberry from grenade. Ah, no, good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, no, see, listen, there's, there's loads. That, yeah, there's loads. But I mean, you can tell. That, that might have been my fifth, actually. I'm heavily on grenade. Yeah. The PhD one, though, goes right to the top. That is yeah. just, that is next level. I just think that, that is, yeah, it is top draw. Yeah. It is top draw. And there's, there's something, like, like, right, so something that I do in my, my protein bars, which people might say that's gross, that's disgusting, but I'll have my protein bar with either a protein shake or a coffee. And I'll, I'll have a bite of a protein bar and then take a sip of my drink. So it's almost like, it's almost like, you, you might not remember this. Do you remember Shaky Jake's in Headingley? It's yeah. one of these like milkshake places where you, you go like, oh, I'll have, this is why I was fat when I was at uni. 
<laughs> you, you'd go in, you go, right, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a twirl and a crunchy. <clears throat> they bang it in a blender with milk and ice cream. Yeah. So it's got like loads of bits in it and you're like, you're drinking it and it's like half chewy, half milkshake. That's kind of what I recreate with a protein shake and a protein bar in my mouth. So, sounds like a blender, yeah? Hey, it's, 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 mate, um, unbelievable. If you get, right, um, I've, so you can see how passionate I am about this. The grenade fudge brownie uh, okay. protein shake, the ready to drink one, get that and the PhD smart white chocolate blondie all my days, all my days. Right, guys, on that note, we're going to wrap this one up. Chris has said he's spoken out loud. He's given you some great tips there. And we've also done our top five. Rate our protein bars, rate your own, share it to social media, put your top five on for us. Don't forget as well, help us out now because we're on Poddy 4, right? We're on Poddy 4. Please rate the podcast for us and yeah, and share it across your... Uh, yeah, share subscribe, do, do, do all that biz. Yeah, do all that biz. And we hope you've uh, you've enjoyed listening to us um, waffle across for you. Happy days. Enjoy, enjoy protein bars. See you next week. <laughs>